How are you doing when it comes to hearing from God? Can you hear his voice? Are you listening to him? Are these questions making you have so many more questions? Great. In today's episode, I'm here to bring a hearing test to you. I'm sharing strategies you can implement into your life right now to help you hear God more clearly for you. There are a lot of noises in this world and you can't silence them all. You might not even be able to silence any of them, but you can still succeed. And I've got the strategies for you right here in the next 20 minutes. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all, let's do this. Another week, another episode. (laughs) Another week, another lesson. Another week, another opportunity for growth. That right there is how God and I flow together. I genuinely seek Him and ask the Holy Spirit to help me to recognize opportunities for growth, for lessons, for things that can make me further along in our journey together. And then, once He and I figure it out a bit, once I walk it out, then, and truly only then, can I share with you effectively. I'm really open about my learning process and also knowing what I don't know and not giving wisdom in areas I don't have experience in. I really am cautious about that. Women I serve and mentor know this well. I speak to you as a woman of God. When it comes to marriage, I don't go there. I will give wisdom and share God's truth for you as a sister in Christ, but I don't speak into marriage unless it is straight up scripture. All that to share this, I had a woman reach out to me a couple weeks ago and ask me how often I poll my audience. She wanted to know how often I ask you, the listener of this podcast, like, what do you want me to talk about? My response was, I don't. I think I've maybe put up some polls maybe once or twice in the beginning, but to be really honest, this podcast is out of obedience to God. And if you haven't listened to the last couple episodes about surrender and obedience, well then give them a listen. You will understand after that how I try to flow. So I listen for him. As much as I asked maybe twice every single episode I have shared, all now 76 of them have come from the Lord. And they've come in the way of, hey, Kayla, I have something to teach you, my daughter. Pay attention. Okay, got it. Now I need you to share it. Sometimes it brews for months. Sometimes it's a couple days before. And today, this was a recent one. I want to talk to you about hearing from God. And I want to talk about listening to God. How do I hear God? How do I hear from God? How do I know his voice? All the questions I get asked so often. I did an episode a while back, like quite a while ago. It was episode 37 titled, How Do I Hear From God? And it was almost a year ago. So go check that one out too. Actually, in that episode, I shared five different ways that I hear from God in my life. It's something I've been able to encourage others with too, to like help you recognize his voice in your own life. But today's a bit different because of how I feel him leading me. I have to hit this one in a different way. And you don't have to wait for the zinger in point number three. I'm just going to speak this out right here. There's a difference between hearing and listening. Ooh, that's it right there. There is a difference between hearing and listening. So let's start 
hear. (laughs) How do you hear God's voice? Well, I did some research on how to improve your hearing, and what I found was super interesting and relatable. At least that's how God showed me, so that's obviously how I'm going to share it with you. I've got four practical ways you can improve your hearing. I found so many suggestions from ear specialists, hearing clinics, doctors alike, but these four really stood out to me, and they're so practical and can be implemented into your relationship with God to help you improve your hearing of Him too, so let's just go. Number one, turn down the volume. Studies show that a simple way to improve your hearing comfort and health is by keeping the noise down as much as possible. Like 85 decibels or louder can actually be damaging, and it's recommended to move away from that volume or wear hearing protection to avoid harm. How much is 85 decimals? Yeah, I asked that too. Okay, let's break it down. A whisper, 30 decibels. A quiet library, 40. A regular conversation, right around 60. Traffic gets up to 70 decibels, and the average alarm clock is 80. (laughs) Okay, that's wild. So pretty much anything above that can be damaging. Power tools hit 90. Dance clubs, 90. I don't know if I agree that dance clubs and power tools are on the same noise level, but maybe. (laughs) Sporting events, 110. An ambulance hits 130 and fireworks are 140. Wild. So now you know where you're headed. 85 and louder can be damaging. So how is your hearing? How often are you in that loud zone? How much damage have you already done? Well, let's talk about hearing God. 1 Kings chapter 19. Let's start in verse 11. Elijah, he's like a legit servant of the Lord. Now this is the Old Testament, so before Jesus. And Elijah's telling the Lord exactly how he feels about what's happening. He's been obedient. He served the Lord. And now he's the only one left and the people are trying to kill him. And that's exactly what he tells God. He's super honest. So take a note from that. Okay, let's pick up in verse 11. Go out and stand before me on the mountain, the Lord told him. And as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by, and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain, and it was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was the sound of a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And then they continued their conversation. But get that, it was the gentle whisper. And Elijah knew it. He heard it. God showed up and spoke in a gentle whisper. God wasn't hitting 80 to 100 decibels. He was at 30. A gentle whisper. So the question actually is, what are you around all the time that is above 30 decibels. And what are you going to do about it? Now, you may be thinking, but I can hear two things at once. Or maybe it's just me. (laughs) I was thinking that. And it's true. I looked it up. We can actually hear more than one sound at the same time. And we can differentiate between sounds. Like an orchestra, we can often pull out and identify sounds of different instruments while they're playing at the same time. But if you're always hearing the loud, your hearing is being damaged. So the next question is, what is really loud in your life? What do you always have at that range above 85 decibels? And let's actually be literal about this. What is really loud in your life and how often are you subjecting your ears to it? Traffic, music in your headphones, that was said to be at like 100 decibels. Is that the same for talking on the phone in your headphones? Jeez. The blender, music at home, the TV in the background or foreground kids, sporting events, whatever it is, 
What percentage of your days are filled with noise? Noise that would very clearly and obviously drown out a whisper. Okay, I have to just go here before I move on to the next point because yes, God spoke to Elijah through a whisper, but that doesn't mean he always and only whispers. God spoke to Moses through a burning bush. God spoke to Gideon through a fleece. Yes, the fabric. He spoke to Saul on the Damascus road through a bright light. Saul, who then became Paul. He spoke to Balaam through a donkey. He spoke to people through Jesus. He spoke through angels. So I can't let you think that he only whispers. But still, the point here is, are you damaging your hearing by always having loud noises in your ears? Okay, let's move on. The second way to improve your hearing, I like this one, check for earwax. Yep, (laughs) that's stated by the ear doctors, check for earwax. You could just be all clogged up in there. If earwax is impacted in your ears, you may not be as receptive to sounds as usual. The crazy thing is this, earwax is helpful. It's a natural part of your body's defense. It does all kinds of good things for you, but too much and now you're plugged up. Too much and your hearing is impacted. Too much and you need a professional to help you clear it out. Have you ever had something in your life that was good, that was a blessing, that was maybe even exactly what you prayed for? And then it was too much. What about the job or that promotion you prayed for? You got it. And then all of a sudden you're working so much that you can't make it to church. You're going into the office early and your usual morning time with God is out the window. What was designed to help you and to be a blessing now has you all plugged up. I want to encourage you and maybe even challenge you today, this week, whenever it is that you're listening to this episode, to take some time to think through this one. First of all, thank God for what he has done and provided in your life. See, sometimes we get to this point of overflow that it frustrates us. It feels like too much. We feel plugged up. And when that happens, we forget to thank him for actually what we did pray for, for providing, for giving, for the overflow that we truly wanted. You prayed for a child for so long, and now you've got a toddler, a three-nager, and, well, you probably get it. (laughs) The thing is, in order to remove the excessive earwax, which has hardened, you need to soften it first and then remove it. Usually this is done by a professional. So, hey, don't ever feel ashamed or insecure about reaching out for help. If you're plugged up and not hearing God clearly in your life, reach out for help. It may take one call with a trusted friend, a wiser and older woman in your life, or maybe even someone like me who's a Christian mentor and life coach for women. Sometimes all it takes is a shift to soften your thinking and help you unplug that one small area to help you hear God more clearly for you. So if that's you, I'm here. You can always hit me up in the DMs on social media or just email me. My contact information is right in the notes for this episode or just head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. Okay. So we are working to improve our hearing. First, turn down the volume on everything else around you. Second, check for earwax. Third, go for a walk in nature. Oh, you know I had to put this one in here. Like I said, there were like 10 to 12 things to improve your hearing, and I just pulled out four of them. And yes, a walk in nature, count me in. I speak so much about getting in God's environment, but check this out. 
Studies actually show that going for a walk on the beach or in a similar setting with little man-made noises, right? Like, in other words, with nature sounds created by God, not by man. If you focus on your surroundings, yes, that means no headphones, no phone calls, no podcasts. Like, focus on birds chirping, water rushing, wind blowing through trees. Repeating this several days in a row can gradually help you to become more attuned to the ambient noise. The specific noises that we so often push to the background behind the prominent noises we choose. Oh, that is so good right there. I already said God doesn't always whisper. I believe he can be super loud too. And don't forget how creative he is. Can you hear the birds chirping? Can you recognize and appreciate the small sounds of God's creation? Ugh, I've been sharing this so much lately. I made a reel on Instagram about it. Like, how often are you drowning out God's voice? When was the last time you truly went out for a walk or a hike with no headphones, no podcast, no phone call, just you and him with the intention of hearing him speak to you? Sitting outside listening to birds, crickets, frogs, whatever you have in your climate, it can recalibrate your hearing. Now, I know some of those frogs, they hit the top of the decibel scale, so you're going to need to use judgment there. But the fact that it's a scientific fact that you can improve your hearing by getting in nature and almost getting back to factory settings of what true creation really sounds like, I dig that. All right, next. And the final one I'm going to share with you is this. Number four, take supplements and vitamins for better hearing health. Who knew? I truly don't think I knew this. Like I could list supplements that are good for your eyes, can help your focus, your brain function, your hair, skin, and nails, right? (laughs) But your hearing, I didn't know. Maybe you did. I think it's super interesting and I'm not gonna list any of them here or vouch for any of the data, but you can research it for yourself. But I do want to hit this part. There are supplements that can improve your hearing. And you know why that's really cool to me? It's because I know the Bible. I know a truth in God's word. I teach others all the time the same thing from differing perspectives. And when science and life are right in line with the principle, I am all about it. So let's go straight to 2 Peter chapter 1. Peter's teaching about growing in faith. And let's start in verse 5. Here's what he says. In view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence, and moral excellence with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with patient endurance, and patient endurance with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love for everyone. Then he goes on to say this, The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So supplement, use supplements. If you're struggling to hear God, use supplements to increase your ability to hear. I'll speak this until the day I die. The best way to hear God speak is to read the Bible. It's literally his word. Every if and or but is breathed by him. He is speaking. And if you're having trouble understanding or hearing the words as him speaking, there are supplements available to you. Bible studies, devotionals, social media influencers to follow, online teachings, books. But no, these are supplements. And the thing with supplements are that they are to aid, not replace. See, Peter didn't say fill up on moral excellence and knowledge and self-control and patient endurance and godliness and brotherly affection and love for everyone. No, he didn't. Let's not get this twisted. He said supplement your faith with these. Supplement your faith. They can't replace your faith, 
and they can't be your faith. Your faith stands alone. And now here are some bonuses to help you. Here are some good ideas. Here are some like boosters. So if you're struggling to hear from God, if you're struggling to hear God, maybe you actually need to start with a bit of a hearing exam on yourself in your daily life. Turn down the volume, check for earwax, go for a walk in nature, take some supplements, And like with any examination of yourself, I strongly suggest asking the Holy Spirit to help you. Just this simple statement I say at least once a day, Holy Spirit, help me to examine myself. Then get really honest. And here's what I also want to say to you, in love, but also with a kick in the butt if that's what you need it to be. You can make changes. God is God. If you are walking in God's will, if he gave you that job, if that family is an answer to your prayers, he is still God. (laughs) He cannot contradict himself. So that job is not to be at the detriment of your family. Your family is not to take away your time with him. Now, things can look different. My sometimes hours in my journal with God and a three-hour hike in the afternoon with him and shoot even a week or 10-day retreat alone in the mountains— Those moments in my season of singleness, I am well aware that my relationship with God will potentially not have those types of moments once I'm a wife and mother. It will just look different. It might look like kids' Bible stories before bed. It might be drive time or pickup line prayer. My prayer closet might become prayer minivan. My personal study time with God might become husband and wife study together. A real relationship adapts to seasons and change. A real relationship understands that the basis and foundation are the heart. A real relationship understands the importance of the relationship above all else. Okay, before I close this one out, there's a second part of this that I have to mention because it's literally what got the episode going, and that is this. I started it at the start. There is a difference between hearing and listening. I was sitting with a friend on Friday morning. The TV was on and I was scrolling social media. I saw a post that said something along the lines of this. The way to start hearing from God is to stop listening to the enemy. And while reading that, my heart started to beat a little faster. (laughs) I instantly got curious. What did that really mean? Is that a truth to share? What do I really think about that? What does the Bible say? Is that right? I sat up and said, wow, I'm pretty sure I just got this week's podcast episode, hearing versus listening. So I'll leave you with a small breakdown. And then if the Lord takes me further into this, I'll be back with part two next week. Okay, so Miriam Webster defines hearing as the process, function, or power of perceiving sound, specifically the special sense by which noises and tones are received as stimuli. Listening, on the other hand, means to pay attention to sound, to hear something with thoughtful attention, and to give consideration. See, I would bet you hear God more than you think you do. I would bet you perceive the sound, you receive the noise and tones as stimuli. I would bet you actually hear him quite often. The real question is, are you listening? Are you paying attention? Are you allowing for thoughtful attention? Are you giving consideration? Are you considering taking action in obedience? I think that is the real question. Let me leave you with this. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 says this, Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. The enemy, the devil, he prowls around like a roaring lion. A lion's roar, 114 decibels, can be heard up to five miles away. 
I ended up looking up if a lion's roar can cause hearing damage. I mean, it's in the range above a sporting event, which you probably attend. It's up there with chainsaws. It's up there with a snowmobile, which as a Canadian, I spent plenty of winter days as a child out there with that noise. A lion's roar causes animals to freeze in fear. And here's the crazy thing. As powerful as the roar sounds, it actually has no power at all. A roar can't trap or kill the prey. It can only intimidate the other animal into surrendering. Though, if you don't go back into the archives of this podcast and listen to episode 7, it's titled, It's All Just Talk. And wow, what a confirmation right here. So the problem is this. You're listening to the lion's roar. You're taking consideration and then taking action, which might be paralyzing inaction, based on the lion's roar. You are listening to the roar. As believers, we need to get to a place where we can hear the lion's roar, recognize it as the lion's roar, and keep on living. We need to get to a place where we hear God's word, God's truth, God's provision, God's plan, and listen. So, based on my studies, we technically can hear God and hear the enemy at the same time. We choose who we listen to. Oh, that's so real. Here's the here's the actual like real, real when it comes to hearing God, to listening to God. The more you do it, the more you, oh, I, I really don't want to say practice, but the more you pay attention, the more you intentionally try, the more you put the effort in. So I guess that really is practice. The more you practice, the more you will recognize his voice and just know. So as you go this week, I'm challenging you to give yourself that hearing check. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you examine yourself. Turn down the volume, check for earwax, get out in nature, use supplements, and at the end of the day, remember, hearing God and listening to God aren't exactly the same. You're going to hear a lot in your life, but now it's time to choose who you will listen to. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.